Hey everyone, it is another day of God's grace and you have found Alter Echo and that makes me very happy. This is Pastor Andy Smith, St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Let's come into the presence of God together and join our faith. Well, hello everyone. We are here for Alter Echo on this middle weekend of the month of August. So this is when kids start going back to college. We're losing all kinds of kids from church and from our community here as they head back to school for the fall after Sunday. High school sports start for all kinds of kids. And so it really is a fun time. A state fair is coming up in our state, Minnesota. And wherever you are, those things are probably happening as well. It's an exciting weekend at St. John's Church here in Lakeville because we get to have the formal installation of our new associate pastor, Pastor Kim Kylo. And she happens to be sitting across the table from me. So um, Kim, first of all, I want to welcome you to Alter Echo. Thank you. It's good to be here. We are, uh, we're just thrilled that you're here at church and it's a new chapter for uh, St. John's. So what I'm going to ask you today before you get into your scripture reading and message is um, what can you tell us about yourself that's just short and sweet but memorable and lasting? Short and sweet but memorable and lasting. <laughs> Mm. Well, I'm excited to be here. I uh, am a, sort of a cradle Lutheran and at one point was called the poster child of the ELCA by my college campus pastors. Um, some fun facts, I would say. I love to sew and quilt and have recently gotten into gardening by virtue of my husband who grew up as a farm kid. And so we do probably too much gardening, a little bit aggressive. We, um, our <laughs> eyes get too big for our stomachs and we plant way more than we should, can probably keep up with, but we have a lot of fun with it and it's a really good thing that we do. Okay, so my lasting impression of you, just out of that short little description, is that you are an aggressive gardener. I've never heard anybody describe themselves that way before, but now we really know you. That's the, right. The aggressive, Pastor Kim, the aggressive gardener. Very much, <laughs> very much. We planted 30 tomato plants last year. Wow, in 2020. you to have thousands, you we had did. thousands of tomatoes, didn't we you? We did. Well, we are looking forward to everything that is to come. And um, everyone, those of you listening in our podcast community here, you get the um, pleasure and the blessing of listening to Pastor Kim today. So she's going to bring you the uh, gospel lesson from John chapter 6, and then you're going to get to hear your mess her message. So we are blessed this weekend. Pastor Kim, take it away. All right. Well, the gospel for this weekend is from, like Pastor Andy said, John chapter 6, beginning with verse 51, in which Jesus speaks to his disciples and says, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. Then the Jews disputed among themselves, saying, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? So Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in them. As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever feeds on me will also live because of me. 
This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like the bread that the fathers ate and died. Whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. And there ends the reading of the gospel. So, people of God, for those of you who have been people of faith for mm, years, maybe decades, maybe a lifetime, you are probably familiar with hearing the phrase, phrase is, this is my body given for you, and this is my blood shed for you. And for those of us who find those phrases familiar, we've been hearing them week after week, month after month, year after year, we might not find anything odd or strange about thinking about eating flesh or drinking blood. But imagine how those phrases sounded to those first disciples who heard Jesus say that and had never heard it before. In fact, in the early church years, in the years immediately following Jesus' death, Unbelievers, or those who were unfamiliar with the way of Jesus, speculated that followers of Jesus were cannibals because they talked about eating human flesh and drinking human blood. How odd, how strange this would seem to people who were not familiar with the idea that Jesus has given his body, his flesh for us to eat, that he had given his blood for us to drink. It reminds me of what parents and grandparents say all the time to try to get children to eat healthy foods. They say, you are what you eat as a motivation to eat something good and rich and healthy for you that will give you energy and sustenance and nourishment. But as we hear these words from Jesus today in John chapter 6, we hear that Jesus offers life itself that Jesus offers his very own self to those who would eat his flesh and drink his blood. And in verse 56, he says that those who do consume these things abide in me, Jesus says, and I abide in them. So I want you to think today about that word abide. What is it to abide in something or someone? We might say that to abide is to live somewhere, to dwell, to set up camp, or to relax and stay a while. To abide is to find peace and to experience a sense of being home. And as someone who is recently moved or maybe still in the process of moving, I would remind you who haven't moved in perhaps many years that it takes a while to really settle in to a new home because there are still boxes that are unpacked, much to my dismay, at our house, despite all of our efforts. And there are still parts of our home that are not familiar, as though you've walked that path many, many years and many times. It takes a little bit of time, or maybe a lot of time, to really find home, to really abide in a new place or in a new way of being. And even when you do, even when you've settled in and you've come to know a new space as home, you probably don't spend every minute there in that physical place, unless, of course, you are still really isolating at home, which is a perfectly reasonable safety choice. But all that is to say, there are other directions in which we are pulled on a daily basis. There are other things that occupy our focus, other things that we might be tempted to abide in. Might we abide in our jobs or our pursuit of professional achievement or advancement? 
Might we abide in the pursuit of financial success, especially if money feels scarce? Or do we abide in vanity in our pursuit of a certain reputation or recognition among our peers, our friends, and our family? Many of us in this day and age abide in something called grind culture, this idea that we are what we achieve, that we are worth what we can produce. And so thus, when we rest, we are not producing anything, and thus we must not be worth very much. Do we abide in that myth that we are what we can produce? Perhaps you abide in fear of any number of things. Fear that there will not be enough. Fear that there is not enough time, enough money, enough love, enough hours in the day, enough security. Do you abide in your worries and the things that keep you up at night? What might it look like for us to take Jesus' words to heart in a new way on this day? Abide in me, Jesus invites us, and I will abide in you. What would it be like for us to abide consistently, daily, and wholeheartedly in Jesus' love for us? Might we rest in the trust that we are loved unconditionally and not by what we can produce or earn or deserve? To abide in Jesus' love, might we know that we are seen for who we truly are and not only accepted, but celebrated for who God created you to be? To abide in Jesus' love, might we experience this delicate dance of being held in relationship and yet free to be and to love and to serve as God has empowered us to do? To abide in Jesus, might we really be safe? Dear friends, let us hear Jesus' words as arms wide open and welcome invitation. Eat my body, Jesus says, and drink my blood and abide in me. And I will abide in you. For this abiding, for this life, for this peace that we have in Christ, we say thanks be to God. Amen. And now God's word is alive in us again anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that. Please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. Hit that button and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give. And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you.
in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.